Welcome to Natham the podcast. Welcome. That was a little loud, wasn't it's it? It's really loud still. Can you turn it down a little bit? What'd you do? Is that, is that, do you know what you're doing yeah. yet? Okay. Really? Are you sure? Yep. Okay. I'm looking at well, it upside down. It didn't down. work. So I, you're, you, you're very loud. Well, those, in my our ear. volumes didn't change. It was just that middle one that changed by Will one notch. So my volume in my ears because you're very loud. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Well, I can't. You got to talk. How's well? You That's can. Better. You can okay. talk and you can hear yourself, and then you can. Okay. Because go ahead. No. Go more ahead. or that good? It's fine. Wow. You're so annoying. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I, I'm annoying. Yes, you are. Oh, I'm sorry. You're the editor. You're supposed to have this. My window of tolerance down. for you is is little right now. Shocking. <laughs> when when is it ever big? When do you have a big picture window with your tolerance for me? When is it like this gigantic? scenic picture window that that's your tolerance do you for know me. anybody that has that large of a window of tolerance for, for me you? for me specifically i feel like everybody has that oh, tolerance for me oh okay. except sure for the one person that i need to have it <laughs> okay yeah so what's going on um everything what's going on with you it's been a very busy week and it's tuesday yeah almost a week and a half since the last time we sat down here together not really like a week and two days a week and two days that's nine days (laughs) almost a week and a half another day and a half would be see this is what i'm talking about you want to nitpick and you want to get into the little it's closer to a week than it's a week and a half isn't it it's right in between okay it's it's a week and a quarter how about that all right roughly okay so week and two-thirds just kidding i'm kidding oh wow this is going to be a long night so no, it has been. It's been a very busy week. The weather right now sucks mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. totally. Winter's It's kind of half snowing and just cold and rainy. Mm-hmm. Went to a track meet today for about 10 minutes mm-hmm. and called you because I had to take a phone charger there anyway. Mm-hmm. Talked to the boys and was like, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not sticking around for this mm-hmm. for another hour, hour and a half until yeah. they race for 10 minutes. Good story. 30 seconds. We're, we're, Good story. Uh, better than your story. <laughs> I got a no, new car today. I'm just trying. I got you, a new car you got today. Got a new car today. That's Yay, very exciting. So fun. Yep. Yep. What did you get today? Let's talk about that. Nothing. I didn't get a new car today. Are you. Are, My husband got a new car today. It's not his car. He's got a car, a new car to drive today. I can't believe you don't own it. That's true. Um. I have a new car to drive today. What did you get today? I've had a busy couple of oh days. Oh my God, this is Let's unbelievable. No, I want to start today. Answer the question first. We got Rudy fixed yesterday. Oh my God. What is it, spayed or neutered? I can never remember. Neutered. Neutered. He's a boy. He's neutered. All right, I'm going to recommit that to memory. Okay. I swear this time. Stop jumping all over the place. We'll get there. What and did you then get today? Katie broke out in a rash yesterday. <laughs> All over her face, like kind of a bad one. Which Anybody like, listening, do you see what me? I have to put up with? This is painful. So the last couple of days I've already oh been, God. I've been, I know what you're getting at. I've been very, <laughs> the closer I've gotten to my hematology appointment, the nerve, the nerves have, have really upped, right? So uh-huh. I, so probably Sunday I was like, oh, okay, I gotta get, I gotta get there. To, I gotta get to Tuesday afternoon. Um, so, but I just wanted to throw out there that like, you know, it's just been a little bit of a whirlwind of a week because we've been redoing that room downstairs. We got a call that they were going to install the shelving unit today. There yesterday. you go. That's what you got today. A new bookcase. Yes. Wow. <laughs> you got it too, though. You got it too. You informed me that that was your room, that that was your she cave and that was your room. So it is. And I'm pretty sure all the books on it belong but to you. But you love it. 
I do. It's amazing. It looks incredible. They gives, did it. They did an amazing job. On books. It. That's a funny story. True story. That's true. <laughs> I know. I want to get all my books at my office now too and bring them home, but I'm not. I'm going to leave them there for. Yeah, now. I could fit all my books on like one shelf. Yeah, I don't think you have. I I think I, I don't even know that you have like more than three. Well, I do. They're in the bookcase up here, <laughs> in the hallway. Okay. Um. Anyways, they're not because they've been moved. <laughs> Your books. So, yeah, Your books got, count, okay. We got, I'm so excited. Well, back up. I did have my hematology appointment today. And she, so today was a great day. It's been a lot stressful the last two days just because lots of this has been going on. And then it's just one of those situations where you, you just can't afford to have your schedule thrown off. And it was thrown off like 10 different times. Anyways, she told me that my flow cytometry, what if that's how you say it, test came back normal, no follow-up needed. So that was a huge relief. And then yesterday we got the call, or I'm sorry, a couple of days ago, we got the call that they were ready to install our custom built bookcase that we have, that I have been very excited about. So that came today. We painted the room last Sunday, as we already mentioned. My favorite chair, armchair in the entire world arrived this weekend. Like the things are coming together down there. It's so cool. And we have a new rug coming in a week. Yeah. Um, they're is going to be some junky pieces of furniture in there for a little while because we are waiting. I'm going to bring furniture over from my other office once that closes up shop, which won't be for a year. So that's going to be tough for me, I think, to have to sit there I, I like how it's in an incomplete room. Junky furniture. You know how spoiled you sound right now? It's stained. It's, it's stained it's from the dogs. It's a it's little disgusting. Stained. That's what I mean by junky. Yeah. It needs to be reupholstered. Yeah, I thought you were going to do that, but. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. Could you just do it? Yeah, could exactly. You just, could you make the phone calls? <laughs> exactly. Like everything else? No, that's not true. Mm. I ordered my own furniture. You did. I And I fucked it up. And you fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> how many Ottomans do we need? Not more than one, I'll tell you that. I like how you look. You You're caught, like, oh, the Ottoman was just you, as expensive as a chair. I'm like, that doesn't you, make any sense. You caught the error. You were like, I didn't even show you the email. Like, Did you just think to be like, I think you ordered two Ottomans? Or did I show you the email? We had looked at that place for furniture like a couple days before that before you finally decided on the purchase and i remember uh -huh. feeling like oh it wasn't that expensive it actually was fairly reasonable yeah. and then you ordered it and you're like i asked you how much it was and then you're like oh yeah the chair was this much and you're like and the ottoman was oh that's that's weird it was more than the chair and i'm like there's no way the ottoman was more than the chair so <laughs> i went on their site and i'm like mm, no you have two ottomans <laughs> It was half as much as the chair, so sure but you enough, bought two of them. <laughs> I logged in and I ordered two Ottomans. And I said, see, Jim, this is why you should have done it. Uh -huh. But um, you canceled it right away and it was not an I issue. I did. I contacted a customer service all on my own mm -hmm. <laughs> twice, once by phone, <laughs> once by chat. Um, anyways, this sounds ridiculous. I'm perfectly capable of doing these things. You tend to like to do them, so I let you. And with this room specifically, I'm like, no, I'm going to be in charge of all of it. Yeah, the rug that we ordered... You were like, you can. I want to order this rug. Mm -hmm. You're like, you can go on and see if you can find it anyplace else. Yeah, because you want to do the coupon check and the price checks and all the things. And well, I'm just like, mm, waste of time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We will see if the other rug comes from the other place that uh -huh. was significantly less than the one that you ordered. That's but, true. But that's a different situation. So we do have two rugs coming. But it's the same. It's the same. I brand. wish it's, we had three rugs coming, but Jim's being a meanie about that. Yes, one. I am. Um, <laughs> somebody's got to put a, a stop to things. Yeah. But this room is, I'm very excited about it because I've just decided to go bold. I'm like, you know what? 
I'm going to go big. I'm going to go home. Like there's always like this like idea of wanting to take some risks creatively when it comes to decorating and then also like getting practical about it and being like, well, that's not going to go with the rest of the house or, but I think we both decided to throw caution to the wind and say, fuck it, let's go, let's do it. And it's a really, for me, it's just such a maddening process. Like I will be up for like around the clock. I mean, I will sleep, but like just obsessing, like, okay, wall paint, okay, rug, okay, chair. Like, how do you coordinate these all together? How do I think about the other furniture that's going to get here too? Like, it was a quite a maddening process. Finally made all my decisions. When did I order the rug? Was it just yesterday or the day before? No, I think it was Saturday. I think it was. It was I Saturday because I was outside doing yard work and you were like, hey, oh, yeah. you need to come in right now because I'm ordering this rug right now. <laughs> and I'm like full of dirt and everything. I did not say that. Yes, pretty much. Um, I said I was going to order it. And if you wanted it to, <laughs> yeah. if you wanted to, you know, meddle in that, then you needed to do that now because yeah. it was now or never. Yeah. And of course you wanted to, to see if that you could get it cheaper. And well, you I couldn't. did. I did. I went on Etsy and the mm-hmm. only place that had it had zero reviews. And I'm like, mm, not doing that. Yeah, And it wasn't available for weeks on end. And we're supposedly getting this in like supposedly. two weeks. So yeah. anyways, I was going through, I, I had decided that I wanted to have um, some sort of Scandinavian um, like themed rug, like whether it was made in Scandinavia or designed by Scandinavian artists. Turns out vintage Scandinavian rugs are tens of thousands of dollars. So that wasn't an option. But this rug i love it and it it's it's a nordic rug so it's new it's not a vintage one so it was much more reasonably priced it's designed Loved, designed it's totally in my Sweden. style i hope it gets here and goes well with the room because we've been all over the map <laughs> better i've been all over the map with the rug situation and the yeah. color and like everything so no i think it's gonna look i think it's gonna look awesome in there yeah I'm and excited. when are you gonna when are you gonna get the Instagram the Insta page up and running so that you can like take a picture of this? And... You were supposed to do the Insta yeah. page. I don't really see a need for the Insta page though. I just thought it'd be fun. Yeah, but that was your project, not mine. So why are you even yeah. asking me about it? Every time I tried it, set, I've tried it like three times, and every time I try to set to link it up or to set it up like under like as a separate account from mine, but linked together, it keeps giving me an error. So mm. I just stopped because I'm like, maybe that's my sign. We shouldn't have one. Maybe. But I think it's funny because you have been totally all over this room and what it's going to look like and how this is going to be, which is typically on projects or things that we do around here, how I am obsessing about it. You're like, it doesn't matter that much. That's not true. I totally am. I don't do it when it comes to like craftsmanship, like building stuff. I'm always that way when it comes to picking furniture because this is what's been frustrating for me around this whole house is like we don't obviously don't have an endless bottomless bank account. So as we've moved into it, we've had to do one room at a time and then we don't even do the full room. Like I'll be like, okay, I'm going to paint it. And then I pick my paint based on the furniture that I have. And then, you know, maybe a year will go by and we'll get new furniture. And then it's like, shoot, now I need to paint this differently or like, or if the rug will... Now I, I hate the rugs that are in there, but they were the rugs that went with what we had at the time, the furniture that we had at the time. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like I want it to all like finally just come together. And I got to get over that. That's just not going to be Well, reality, I will say, but... though, that I'll stop you there because this is truly the last room that we haven't really touched mm-hmm. since we moved in. We even we started painting it probably, what, two years ago? And well, never I painted even... it when we first moved in by my stuff because the color was just really dark i ripped up the carpet the floor is in bad shape we talked about getting it redone we had a guy come out he's like yeah i can do it but we ended up putting it off because it was going to be this massive undertaking and we decided to just wait until we didn't have coco anymore but because she ruined all the floors (laughs) but that's also not going to happen anytime soon anyways the the floor situation in there is it's pretty um 
it's pretty raw, I guess. It's not in good shape, but it's kind of a good look. It's kind of a cool look, I think. Don't you think? Okay. Yeah, well, that's the problem is that- But the, the rug that was in there was the previous owner because we, like, we, right. we, we bought the rugs off her. So we that had been in the dining room. I moved it in there. We then painted it again during the pandemic, but we never finished it. Yeah. So it's, it was just, it's just been kind of gross for a long time. Yeah. And now it's amazing. I mean, it looks like a, it looks like a catalog. It's getting there. Well, it's going. Hopefully, it will. Not yeah. yet. We hung our painting in there last Sunday. Which... Yeah, that looks really pretty. Like I said, that there's that love seat in there though that doesn't really go okay. right now. I'm gonna try to get some new throw accent throw pillows just to I make think it coordinate. This conversation's run in. its course. It has run its course, but you kept it. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> what else is new? Um, I don't. I don't even. Of course, know. nothing with you. No, I. It's it. This I feel like the last two weeks have been insanely crazy. And I say that all the time. I know that. But I just, I do feel like it has been like nonstop. And Can you so, pause it real quick? I got to answer a text message from one of my children. Yes. Okay. Are we back? Uh, we're back. Okay. I just had to make sure because like I said, I always screw that up. Oh, God. Oh, God. So what were you saying? I wasn't listening because I was reading a text message. So start over. Do you remember what you said? I was just saying that I the last two weeks have been between doing that room and a bunch of other stuff going on. They've been like whirlwind weeks for us. And it's going to carry throughout the month, I think. This month is going to be extremely busy. Yeah? Yeah. Next week we go away for a few days. Yeah. Later in the month we go away for a few days. Yep. And uh, track meets mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everything else going on. Did you record your dreams like we asked last time we spoke? No. Why not? <laughs> I, I have no good reason not to. I just haven't. Usually I get up in the morning and it's like, I got to go. So I just get up and go. And I know you said, we'll do a voice memo, do something else. And I haven't done it. Because, well, you don't care to, obviously. No, I don't. I, I have enjoyed. You have no interest in self-reflection or getting to know yourself. You just, well, just don't I'm not, do I don't. Do you not see the point in it? I think that I've woken up quite a number of days and remembered at least part I'm not of my asking dream that. I'm asking you, do you have any care? Of course I have care about self-exploration and okay. <laughs> self-reflection and all of that. Yes. But you do? I mean, you don't have to. You don't. I'm genuinely asking you. I wouldn't be here if I didn't. I mean, wouldn't be where? Well, sitting here recording this and talking about all the things that we've talked about. Are you sure? <laughs> well, maybe you've told me to be, so I would be. But no, I, I, I am. I am, but not to the level you are. We, we know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I thought it was cool when you talked about it and you've been recording yours, but yeah. it's been cool for me to wake up and, and like remember pieces of them. Okay. And I've shared some a little You're bit with you. But okay. Yeah. So I just found that, that that was fascinating where typically you wake up and if you do remember for a minute, like it's gone and having a little bit of awareness around that helps remember more uh-huh. of them. Okay. So um, I have a question for you. We talked, actually, you and I had talked a little bit earlier this week about um, another exercise that I had done. I know, and I never finished uh, well, okay. my exploration of this, but we'll, well talk I'm about it. I'm going to ask you right now. Yeah, you can. So there's this idea that like, um, you know, fairy tales are rooted in like deep symbolism and they all sort of have this like existential human like uh, quest or there's an archetypal story there that all of us may be also identify with in some sort of way or whatever. Take that literally or metaphorically, whatever. Um, and so there's this idea, like, if you think about the fa- some of your favorite fairy tales from when you were a child and, like, think about what they were and, like, what was 
why were you maybe drawn to them? Like, was there a theme there that is also sort of reflected in your own life and the way you sort of identify and the pursuits that you are sort of on in life with like unconsciously, like sort of under the surface that are kind of driving maybe your goals and your motivations or your behaviors, your thoughts, your feelings, your perspectives. So I went and I looked up a number of fairy tales and I told you that one that I kept coming back to, and I I couldn't tell you as a child, like which one my favorite one was. I don't remember, but um, Hansel and Gretel was one that I kept coming back to Okay, as something that felt like, and again, I don't have recollection from when I was a child, but just this, and I, what I wanted to do is look up the whole story and actually read like the summary of the story because I don't remember all of it. However, okay, I told you that I, like if I'm, if I recall, they started out going through the woods and they were dropping breadcrumbs and then they lost their path because the, the path that they made disappeared and they ended up at the house in the woods. And I just, for me, it was about the adventure and the curiosity and maybe the, the childlike curiosity of exploring, but maybe um, not knowing what you're getting yourself into. And so, and, and then the idea of being in, I guess, you know, literally in the woods in like this just seemed kind of enchanting, but in a mysterious and adventurous and childlike way. Okay. So that one, I felt like for some reason that one, that one came like resonated with me. Okay. So, and you, and you had brought that up earlier and I was like, oh, that's curious. I wonder if like that has to do with just like you tend to be in like maybe an adventurous person who's interested in exploring the world around you. I just, I just, I hadn't web searched this really quick. But I just did, and this one quick site just says has this little summary. Do you want me to read it to you? Yeah. Um, this is from sci-fi.com, S-Y-F-Y.com. It says, Hansel and Gretel reflects those very real fears, the idea that when famine comes, the people who are meant to care for you will fail you. Hansel and Gretel contend. Hansel. Hansel and Gretel. I always say Hansel. <laughs> Contend not only with their mother, but with their father's inability to protect them from the consequence of famine. I'm okay. guessing that's not necessary, <laughs> not literal mom and dad. Yeah. But like, is there anything about that that like strikes you? Yeah. Well, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I've always, like you said, my, I have an adventurous spirit, but I've also felt like I've always felt, I've always felt like I just need to take care of myself and there's nobody else looking out for me in that complete arms around me protective way and i don't mean that like yeah i see yeah i see that parallel like i don't mean like I'm not saying my parents didn't care for me as when i was growing up because of course they did again like, that, this is that not wasn't, about yes, this isn't exactly. about that this I just is wanna, just about like this idea that you might have this perspective that right. you can't count on other i just want to be very clear about yeah, that yeah. <laughs> so, yeah yeah but yeah no it is that perspective that i have to i mean you and i talk about this all the time and we we get into it a little bit because you're like you do things for other people and it's like why is that and why do you take that role and it's like i feel like i have to do that i have to step in there and i just have to take care of things yeah even though i should let other people take care of certain things and i tend to in in a lot of situations i don't do that yeah i can see that parallel that's so interesting like just sort of again that idea that you know often that a person that is the way we've talked about you before is that it sort of lines up in general of this idea of that you truly tend to under distress, you retreat because there's this idea that like with that behavior, there's this I tends to be this idea of like I can only count on myself. 
mm-hmm. this person's not going to be there for me. So that that kind of adds up. Do you want to know? I just asked the AI too. Too. I was curious. I oh, we haven't asked the AI. I was going to say I haven't heard I think anything. I'm going to cancel the the subscription. Well, you but, should, but I want to hear this okay. first. So so this says that Hansel and Gretel is a classic. German fairy Hansel, <laughs> Hansel uh, is a classic German fairy tale by the Grum, b- Brothers Grimm. It tells the story of two siblings who get lost in the woods and stumble upon a witch's gingerbread house. The witch tries to eat them, but Hansel and Gretel <laughs> outsmart her and escape with her treasure. The story is often interpreted as a cautionary tale about stranger danger and the importance of being resourceful and clever in times of adversary adversity. But I that's like a bit of a different twist. Do what do you hear from with that? I have thoughts about that. Or maybe it's well, not different. Do you think feel it's the saying the same thing or I do feel like it's kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. Is again I feel like I'm Maybe maybe no, it's no, not it's not it's not this, it's not it's not pointing out it as a parent right. situation. It's just saying, oh, in general, beware. Yes, don't trust anybody. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Yeah. But then I feel like the kids were clever enough to outsmart her and get away. And I think that I walk into a lot of situations like again in a like childhood, you know, childlike curiosity or adventure, like feeling like. I'm I'm not worried like I'm going to I'm going to get through this I'm going to I'm going to figure this out or, like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like this it doesn't certain things don't scare me in that way I'm not worried walking into an adventure like like you would look at all the things that could go wrong and I will look at all of the things that could go right and yeah. how I'm going to navigate this and yeah. make it like make it work So well let me ask you a couple other questions I maybe you've already kind of answered this but um I okay I'm sorry you I'm, I'm just reading text messages from my child what about the story? Um, what is it about the story that connected that you connect with? Do you feel like you already answered that? that? I think I already answered okay. it, but I, but I, again, I think that was it was like everything. And again, I didn't go back and read the story, and I wish I would have because, like, even what you just said that they tricked her and they got out and everything else. I seemed to recall that, but I wasn't sure how. And it was something about the I wasn't she trying to put them in the oven yeah. when she was trying to eat them, but. Like just the idea of this magical gingerbread house in the woods and Uh like this whole, just the whole environment of the whole story was. Who, which character do you feel like you identified with? Hansel? I don't remember which one. Like if you just had to, if you, if you had to like picture. I would say the witch. (laughs) No, for real. Like, do you think that there was a kid in the story more that you identified with? I don't remember what Hansel did versus Gretel. I don't remember which one was leading and which one was. Based on your memory though. Well, I would just say Hansel because he was the boy, but there's no other. Okay, so when you just said leading, do you feel like you would have been the leader then? I guess that's my question. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's I think interesting so. too. Okay. I mean, again, I mean, this yeah. is just we're I'm just not, kind of like I'm not scratching the surface here, but I'm not good at following other people into their adventures. Uh huh. I'm not comfortable with that. Okay. I'm comfortable with me for the most part, leading the way and doing what I want to do because I have control. I I don't like not having control. Okay. And I think it goes to everything else we talked about, about me willing to let other people delegate or, you know, let them fail or whatever else Uh might be, is that I just, I don't do well with that. So I would definitely say leading. Okay. See, I think that's really interesting. And I would agree because the next question is, how does the story relate to your life now? And I think you just kind of captured that there. I just, so I did this practice myself this week too. And again, just scratching the surface, but there's really a lot of rich information you can kind of gather as you kind of like think about this. And like, I, I never was really into fairy tales much as a kid, to be honest. I owned a book of fairy tales by Chris, um, Hans Christian Andersen, and I had one favorite in there. I never really thought about why. And I haven't read the story probably since I was 10. 
when I did the exercise, I didn't remember well, the so story. I was just going to ask you is what was I didn't yours? remember the story. I'll get there in a second. Okay. But I remember, but I, what I was able to do is think, why was I, why, what is it about? Like, which character did I connect with? Obviously my story, there's like one main character and it was her. But then I was, I had to think about how I felt towards her. And to me, that was like really telling. And so, um, hold on. Can you pause it one more time so I can make a phone call? <laughs> yes. Okay. And we're back. Sorry about that. It's hard for me to concentrate on two things at once. Yes, it is. I'm really having a hard time adjusting to independent teenagers. I will do it, but it's hard. Okay, back back to your story, your fairy so, tale that okay. you related to. Yeah, I'm probably going to talk more about this than what you did, but I didn't want to put you in an uncomfortable position. Um, I, I, I wish I would have gone back and... Well, you can still story. do it. Think more. Just yeah. so I, I guess that's where I guess I'll I'll tell you how I thought about it. Where to me it was revealing. I, so I mine was the little match girl. Did I already say that? No. Okay. So I had this book of May. I don't even know how many stories were in there. Um, and the little match girl for some reason I think is the only one in there that I ever read. And I feel like at the time it's because the other ones kind of bore me. Like it was kind of like I couldn't like keep my attention. And part of me is like, this one was kind of a simple story. There wasn't a lot going on. It was kind of, it was deep and dark. So I had forgotten about the story. I just remembered that I liked it. And I remember some part, I remember that it was like tragic. So first I thought about that. I'm like, what drew me to that girl? Did you go back and read it? Uh, no, but hold okay. on. I can't, let me, let me, let me tell you what I did do. But first, cause this is where I, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to go based on no memory, okay, or okay. just what I had left. And I just was like, what did I like? What drew me about that girl? What did I think of her? And I saw her as a lonely girl, and I saw her seemingly connected to something deeper than everyone else. That's what I remember. So then I Googled it. What was the story? And it, then I was like, oh, that's all the story. Okay, now it's coming back to me. Now I remember it. And it's like this, it's a terrible story. She's like basically this girl, maybe I'm going to mess this up, but she, I, I think her mother was not around and her dad, she had to go sell these I think matches. it was both parents. I looked it up, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay, oh, go ahead. Oh, you cheated. Go ahead. Okay. I did. But anyway, she had to, she went out on, uh, had to sell these matches every day. She was obviously poverty stricken and she didn't come home with enough money. She would. I think she would be beaten, right? And so she was f like basically freezing to death out in the cold and she didn't want to go home because she hadn't sold enough matches. She ends up having like these visions of her grandma who had passed and like apparently her grandma is the only person that she has ever felt love with. So in that moment, she was able to draw upon that feeling and help keep her warm. Um, I'm going to, I might mess this up, but she started, she kept lighting more and more matches. She ended up lighting all the matches. There's some symbolism there that I'm going to mess up, but, um, she died. <laughs> she died of hypothermia died. that night. But so I was just, I just thought it was interesting because I'm like, it's so interesting that I was always drawn to these really deep, dark. <laughs> yeah, that one I would probably read halfway through and be like, this is terrible. I have to go to the next story. But it started to make sense. I started, I mean, and then I started to think about some of the other, my other favorite stories in childhood. And I'm like, yeah, I was sort of drawn to that deep darkness and loneliness. And so just, it was just a funny, nice exercise. Um, funny. Funny. Yeah, no. Um, so how does that story relate to your, to your life now? Um, I'm not really sure. Like, I'm still like thinking about that but one of the this exercise i went through too also asked like if if the story was a happy ending um imagine your own path you know taking that happy ending um and then um 
or the path that you could take in your life now to get to that same happy ending? Or, and if it was not a happy ending, how could you rewrite the story to make it a happy ending? But the first thought that came to mind, again, let's circle back to this theme that I keep talking about of like learning to really figure out what it is that I would like to express and doing it. It was like, well, if she had just like stood up and asked somebody for a warm place to stay and some food, if she would have used her voice to say how she's feeling and what she needs, potentially the ending maybe would have been happier. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, but to me, I was, it, to me, it would just help kind of like, again, a nice, another exercise to bring things into clarity you know, like, what are you drawn to about this story? Like, how does it fit into your path? What was missing from that path that you can kind of parallel to your own life? Yeah, and I, th- I mean, I think that's the 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 fun part about looking at fairy tales because typically mm-hmm. the story surrounding the fairy tale, there's a little bit of depth to it, and it's a you know not always magic and mystery. But yeah, there's and like I this did, whole... and just so you know, I did write more and go more deeply into this. But I don't really want to. That's kind of, I don't really want to go into that here, but at the surface level, that's what I... But yeah, thinking back to something that most of us can relate to as kids, Mm -hmm. reading those stories and, you know, I... Think about what stories you were drawn to. Like, what else were you drawn to? Yeah. And I told you, like, for me, it was always adventure and exploration. Like, that's what I was totally drawn to. Um, You know, I said when I was a little bit older, my favorite book was The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and that series. Um, just still probably overall my favorite book series. And it was just totally a little bit of sci-fi, little, I mean, it was quirky. It was weird and yeah, just full of adventure. Okay. And, but not like mm-hmm. predictable. I mean, it was just totally off the wall. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I haven't read those in so, 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 I mean, decades now. Nothing but. to do with relationships then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think relationships were the central focus. Of, I think the uh, like, only movie that I loved that had anything to do with adventure was Goonies, which I freaking love. Which is a, an incredible movie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but that world, that, I mean, Goonies, perfect example. And mm-hmm. everybody, lo- I mean, I yeah, think yeah, everybody yeah. loved Goonies, yeah, but yeah. that just that world of wonder and uh-huh. possibility uh-huh. and, uh-huh. you know, could this exist and could there act, you know, yeah. like that thought of stumbling upon that. I And it's not that I didn't probably like those things, but like, I wasn't drawn to them. Like if I think about yeah. them, my, my favorites, like I was obsessed with Annie. Annie was everything to me from the earliest I can Again, remember. A girl that was very troubled and was struggling she to get... troubled. She was abandoned and Aban- orphaned. Yes. Um, <laughs> she was troubled. But... Waiting to be rescued by somebody. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So off subject. And again, I don't believe that my parents abandoned me or, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. But it, to me, it's just, it's just, it's telling of sort of like potentially like, what is it that is in my blueprint. I was just going to say that I came here with. It's if you searching for internalize or look inside <laughs> you outside of you know how you grew up or anything else that has nothing to do with it. It's yeah. just this inside feeling about how you feel. Yeah. But side note here, and this is again unrelated, but we had a in our bathroom growing up. We had a like a full mirror above our sink that was probably you know i don't know four feet tall and four feet wide something like that Mm -hmm. and then on the wall next to it we had a medicine cabinet with a mirror on it so like you know one corner and one corner and if you open the mirror door up in the medicine cabinet and it reflected onto the mirror on the other wall it would Mm -hmm. look like a tunnel oh yeah i had that situation you had that too Mm -hmm. and i would like climb up on the counter and do that and just be I want to go in there so bad. Like, wow, that's scary. 
I'm but out I'm, of this world. I'm going to go into that. Yeah, but I'm like, it's like, <laughs> of course I know it doesn't exist. I know mm-hmm. it's just like, mm-hmm. but in my mind it was like, but if I could, like that mm-hmm. would be amazing. Like this tunnel is so cool and everything. And I just, I think everything I did was like, kind of like adventures and like centered your, around adventure and in your adventure you were never worried about whether or not you were alone or if you were, I don't like, think so you were like I can do like I'm gonna this is a solo event yeah no I don't think that was ever really a big concern for me okay again somebody might hear this and correct me but no I think I was always... no it's what your memory is yeah like, that's what I'm right. saying it doesn't matter it's what your subjective experience my subjective experience is, is that yeah, yeah I yeah. was like yeah. I want to go do this I want to you know yeah yeah, no, I did that, again, stupidly. And I think I'm, I don't know if I talked about this on here, but when I was in Germany as a teenager and I know I was upset about something and I had a mountain bike over there and I just started riding my bike and rode through, you know, a little ways from our house. There was this trail or whatever. There's some woods. I rode mm-hmm. through there and I just kept going and going and going. And I ended up going through like along with the train tracks into this other city and I really didn't know where I was. Um, and I'd stop in this gas station and get water. And I would never do that. Like, I didn't, I don't even think I had money. And I was like desperate and I would muddle over my face and stuff. And they were, the guy was really nice to me. He gave me sparkling water, though, which does not quench my <laughs> thirst. It was awful. I was so looking forward to it. But then thinking, I'm like, I let, like, I totally cleared my mind of everything else. And I was just focused on this getting away and just mm-hmm. ex- like exploring. Mm-hmm. And then to a point where I was like, now it's fucking late. Mm -hmm. I got to get home. How am I going to get home? Mm -hmm. I don't even know really how I got here. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, you have those little wake up calls sometimes that like, okay, you got to, you got to rein yourself in a little bit. I can't relate. uh, (laughs) (laughs) You did in other ways, but not like, not like that. Right. But yeah, I I just think that that's, that's kind of been my story, at least my subjective. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I think that's fascinating because this is good. This is helpful information to help bring us to awareness, I think. You know what I mean? It's like, what is motivating me? What What's sort of, you know, brewing under the surface all the time? You know, and like, oftentimes what's motivating us is also what's holding us back. Like, if we make this assumption that like, I need to get out and explore and people are holding me back, then we make this assumption that people are holding me back or trying to control me or yes. do you know what I mean? And that's or we come need, up for you a lot. Or we need to escape. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I feel this need to escape and this is how I'm going to do it in yeah. this way that, yeah. yeah. And we've talked about this before, whereas I have more of tend to have more of this abandonment fear and like waiting for somebody to rescue me and, you know, feeling like nobody understands and it's so funny because you know what does somebody like that look for in their environment under the surface un- unaware often you're looking for evidence of where people aren't there for you to, right. in that way and and you respond in the way that you know you do for survival or whatever does that make sense like like that that came out wrong i think because it sounded a little bit like we're both it sounded like your story a little bit here, you, this is the, I think the big difference, honestly, between us in that way, because yeah. I think it's a similar, it's like, again, the spectrum, opposite sides of the spectrum, yeah, but that's you run, I mean. you run toward people. You run away. I run away. Both with the fear that people aren't going to be there for you. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's just interesting. And I mean, and almost everybody like would fall one of two ways, you know, somewhere along that continuum. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Um. What else? <laughs> I was going to say something. I lost my train of thought. Uh, Do you have anything to say to help me out here so I can <laughs> remember? Yeah. This is perfect timing to record this right in the middle of uh, you dealing with somebody. I know. 
<laughs> a little ways away trying to get not trying to get home but on their way home with somebody else and yeah no no i know just dealing with like text messages and stuff yeah but um we did another sound bath last week mm-hmm. and i did want to follow up with you on that because this is the third one you've done the first two you saw colors mm-hmm. both times different colors yeah well i just... two different experiences but different colors so how about this time was well, it yes i mean i think i've just realized that i do see color that so my question, certain tones are going to elicit colors yeah. behind the this is my real question my for you <laughs> is that the second time you did it was at a different place with a different person yeah and then we were back to the place we did it the first time so my question for you with the same instruments or bowls whatever as the first time uh-huh. Did you see the same colors as the first time or do you recall or was it different? Yeah, I think I already had already talked to you about this. So the first time, I feel like the second time there was less diversity in color. Um, so this time maybe there was a little more diversity again. But um, the first time, I, the second time I saw, a, I, one of the times, was the first time First time I saw a lot of blue? A lot of blue. Second yep. time, like no blue. This last time more blue again and purple okay. um, and all the colors. But yes, it was very interesting and to me it's just so helpful to be able to meditate and clear your mind and help you sort of stay centered and present when you are sort of fo- like aware i don't want to use the word focused in but when you are drawing your attention to the color changes to the sounds to me it's like it, it to me that helps with the whole meditative process like i don't mm-hmm. find my mind trailing off i don't find myself getting distracted in that way or thinking about all the things i need to get done or all of that i'm truly able to sort of stay there for that whole hour yeah that well and that's what with the colors that's why i was wondering because it was again the same i would assume the same mostly the same frequencies as the first time so i'm, I'm curious for the colors is that based on the frequency of the certain oh, who balls knows? Or, i don't know that right. anyone can answer that yeah, well, I was just, really? I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> maybe somebody can, but some, I'm sure somebody probably can, but I, yeah. yeah, I just was curious for your um, experience, but I remember, um, I, I totally skipped something. Can we back up for a minute? What? Cause I got distracted with, with the kid. Sure. Um, I asked the AI what the little match girl meaning was, and I wanted to read that. Okay. So it says the little match girl is a short story by Hans Christian Andersen that tells the tragic tale of a poor young girl who sells matches on the street on snowy New Year's Eve. She's desperately trying to earn enough money to go home where her abusive father is waiting for her. As she tries to keep warm by lighting her matches, she has visions of comfort, happiness, and love, but eventually she freezes to death. The story highlights the harsh realities of poverty and neglect and serves as a powerful reminder of the importance of kindness, compassion, and generosity in a cruel world. It also emphasizes the need for us to be more grateful for what we have in life because some people don't even have the basic things they deserve. Um I mean, it was accurate. It's not the same as the other ones. Let me look that up. Yeah, well, you're looking that up. And I, 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 when I looked that up, I think I read that, like, she lost one shoe or something, and then some boy stole her other shoe and said he was giving going to give it back later. And like, I don't all of this, any of that. Shoot, so are you sure you looked up? Maybe, maybe I looked up a different story. So but. this one says, Little Match Girl is a widely read story by Anderson, which delves in the themes of suffering, love, loss, death, and the significance of compassion. It focuses on the plight of a poor child who suffers undeserved hardships just because they were born into the wrong socioeconomic status. Um, so yeah, I just I read you I read the definition or the meaning behind yours and I didn't read it behind mine. Um, I don't know that I the parts obviously that I don't relate to is growing up in poverty or an abusive environment. Right. Um but there was 
just what I had already said about that, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> I'm... Yeah, no, and there's, I, I can see, I can absolutely, I don't think I can articulate it, but I can absolutely understand why you would relate to that or how you really? relate to it. Why, Jim? The story. <laughs> not, not, not the, again, not the socioeconomic status or anything Just else, like but this about this feeling, feeling of... alone, feeling like you don't have any, but like nobody's there to help you and like you are, you won't ask for help, but, yeah. and I don't know that that, how much that played a part in the story but the point is just relating to the deep darkness of it yes. i think is what it is i think yes. i was just born in this world with deep dark feelings and so when i read something like that even from an early age it's like oh wow suffering i can relate to suffering kind of thing do you know what i mean yeah. that seems a little dramatic but that's what i found interesting about that yeah um okay i interrupted back up what were we saying well, we were talking about the sound bath, and yeah, I was yeah, just going to yeah. tell you my experience yeah, from the I second know, one. Because I was curious. was it definitely I wore my eye mask this time. Yes. So that I had complete darkness, which yes. kind of changed the experience for me a little bit. Plus, I was warmer. I was, you know, more comfortable than I was the first time. Mm-hmm. But there was a period of time, and I don't know if it was for thirty seconds or for five minutes or twenty minutes, that I feel like I, you know, blanked out. Like I just completely. I don't think I fell asleep, mm-hmm. but I just, I know I was completely out and don't have any recollection of that. (laughs) And so, and I would think that, well, maybe I did doze off and then woke up or something like that. But the way I kind of came to didn't really feel like that. How did you feel afterward? I felt, I mean, there's something about it. And I don't know if it's, I mean, you could say, well, you're laying on the floor for an hour and you're in this meditative state. So naturally I like worn out, you wake up and you just kind of not wake up, but you get up and you, I just kind of, you feel like a little out of it. And um, a little foggy and yet clear at the same time, if that makes sense. Like a little, like, lighter. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everything seems like it's it's a little hazy, mm-hmm. nothing's clear, but at I the same time, you also don't feel like the weight, like the weight of other things seem to go away. Yeah, yeah. Because you could be cloggy. Clo- you could feel foggy and not light, right? Right. And I would yeah, typically I would feel foggy and I'd feel really heavy and yeah. just like, you know. Yeah, I feel like that kind of summarizes it, how it's been for me after each one as well. It's like, I do feel a little foggy, but it's like light. It's this light feeling. So it's, you know, that's, it's the desirable feeling yeah. and place to be in. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So I, we got to find the next one. I don't know that there's, we got to stay. Uh, I really want to I got an email monthly. from her today. Oh, you did? Is Okay. So it's actually going to be uh, right before we leave for Memorial Weekend. In here in town? Yes. Oh, awesome. There's another, There's two more in between, but that's the next one here. Awesome. Yes, I do see that they're everywhere, but I was hoping for one here yep. again. Yep. So there'll be another one here in a okay. month. Okay. Yay. So it sounds like she's got a cadence down now where she's doing three different places, and I think uh-huh. she's, you know, rotating them. Uh-huh. So Awesome. Yeah. I like that venue, too. Yeah, me too. Me too. Cool. And okay. I think, you know, we'll see, but... I feel like Nick and Katie expressed interest in joining us. Oh, did they? You think? I thought so. I thought that okay. they seemed. I mean, they were definitely interested in like what was going on. Yeah, we went no, out I to thought with them afterwards. I thought they seemed like they wanted to. Okay, well, maybe you can check it out. invite them then. Um, yeah, so it's interesting because like even you like we were doing we did yoga we're, the other night we were doing yoga and we were doing this one pose and you're just like I can't do that oh my god I can't believe you're doing that and you're like look it's almost like you were like comparing yourself to me and like jealous of this progress that you've seen that I was able to do <laughs> and trust me I'm I'm so I'm such a novice still and I have no but I do 
I have this relationship with my body that is changing and it's been for a while. I was talking to um, my coach therapist person today about it again because it's like I stated when this podcast first started how I've been learning what I'm called to do here and like learn to have this relationship with the physical external world as well as my physical internal world and that that finally made sense to me like something clicked about what that meant and as this process unfolds like it's just clicking in more and more and it's changing so much and it's like wow I cannot believe that I never understood this concept. I never understood the value of treating your body and your mind as one. Like they're the same. There's equal importance there. You can't do one without the other. You can't fully become unless you sort of marry those two together. You know what I mean? So go ahead. You look like you want to say something. Well, I was just going to say, I just wonder for you, do you feel like you have, do you feel like you're at a point where you have more aha moments or more, or more, or more settling in moments? Both. The aha the aha is settling. The settling leads to aha. Okay. Like it's a okay. mutual exchange. And, you know, I never thought that there's something happening with me. And like, just I, there's a draw where I'm like, I want to, I want to be outside. I want to be with nature. I want to sit with the trees. Like that sounds so corny, but it, I feel it again at this embodied level where I'm like, I'm receiving information <laughs> from nature, like we all do, you know, but like recognizing that that connection is there and valuing it now and just more and more wanting to get into that. I'm not going to be doing any sort of backpacking trips, any sort any remote. And oh, that, come like, on. That's not for me at this time. <laughs> just this idea of like wanting to go and walk in nature and be there and observe it and sit with it and absorb it. And like, it's all so curious to me. And it's like, how much have I been ignoring and not paying attention to all of these years? You know what I mean? There's been such valuable information. And I mean, it's funny because I've said this before, you know, I listen to a a billion podcasts like all the time. The two I tend to talk about on here are kind of like my go-to favorites, like Glennon Doyle and Dax Shepard. I don't listen to all of Glennon's podcasts. I've attended to lately tune into the ones where it's just her, right? When she's not interviewing anyone and just talking about her journey. And I've said on here before, it's just crazy to me that she seems to be on the same journey I'm on and having the same realizations. And so I listened to one today that was actually from last week or maybe maybe even the week before where she was saying all these same things about how she's finally discovered this important duality and mind-body connection and all these epiphanies that are happening for her too and the way that she had never considered any of this. And it's funny because her partner, Abby, who I think, she's much like you the same you know she's an athlete she's in tune with her body and um i feel like i get the impression that she's kind of like i've always had this awareness well so that's that <laughs> that's what i was wondering what her however i do think that it, i think it's i think as we want to evolve and fully integrate she, i'm wondering if she hasn't fully grasped the mind part of it do you know what i mean like glennon may have been living in her mind this whole fucking time and not paying attention to her body and then maybe abby's like really into the body and like hasn't given much space to the mind i don't know i haven't talked to her about this but if i had to guess that's my experience with you do you know what I mean? That we're on these contrary journeys. Yeah. So I was going to say, you talk about being in nature and stuff. I feel like I've always been in awe of nature. Mm-hmm. Like the complexity of it, the beauty of it, just, it just is Have always. Have you been able to find like deep philosophical but, and spiritual answers but that's in nature a, that's, that's the thing. I That connection between that and mind, like it, it, there's not that just innate, like just 
coming together, this right. connection. It's more just I'm in awe of this thing I don't understand. Okay, completely. so now if you go and spend more time in your head, right? Maybe you can. Which start is the part that we've yeah we've, we've talked about that a lot. So <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you talk <laughs> about that, I think about like yeah, I've always loved going for a while. I could spend all day in the woods and just be out there because to mm-hmm. me it's just I'm, I'm in awe of it. And then, but at the same time, you you've you've taken it to this different level where your awe is not just an awe of that. There's a connection that's going on. Well, yeah. And like also just, again, like I've been really sort of tending, recognizing the need, like my body is like this instrument. Like I need to take great care of it if I'm going to complete the things and do the things that I want to do. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so I, I don't know that you're really good at that. I mean, honestly, I mean, I don't, you don't make sure that you're hydrated or not. You know, it's like really, it's like treating yourself like a house plan at all times. No, not at all. You know what I mean? So I'm actually terrible at it. Yeah. You have tons of room to grow in that area. And that's, that is like one area that I've also needed to grow in, but I'm really zeroing in on right now too. Well, what I I guess my point to what I was saying is it's a little bit, it's fascinating for me because I look at you being in awe of it, but the way you are in awe of it, the connection is so different than I've looked at it. And so it's like, there's part of me that's like, oh, you're finally like, duh, of course, it's it's amazing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I haven't, again, I haven't taken it as far as you have. So it's like, Oh, but there's more. Mm -hmm. So now I'm learning from you like, oh, but what about the rest of that? Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, because I just feel like I just have like this completely new way of approaching life. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just so different. I mean, it does feel like a leveling up. And I know I keep saying this, I sound like a broken record, but it just, it just doesn't, it just keeps, I just feel like there's so much, there's so much evolution and there's so much like, oh, Ah, okay. And excitement and curiosity and like every day, like as much as I get anxious about the things that I'm anxious about, I'm still working on those things and sort of letting go and learning not to resist the flow of the universe, but to go with it. You know, the things that I, things around like my, like safety, like kids on the road and worrying about those things are going to be a struggle for me. But like, the other stuff, like I've done so much better. Like this, that does that's so trivial. That doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Like let it go. Can we pause that? I'm getting a phone call. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're back. So I was just gonna say that you you mentioned like you know the things I don't do well, like eating as healthy as I could or drinking water. And over the past probably two weeks, or exercising, or exercising, and yes. <laughs> And pretty much everything, anything, <laughs> anything good for my body, I don't do. But uh, water was a big one for me that I knew I was not drinking enough water. Mm-hmm. And so I made a point. But you knew or you were badgered the hell out by me. Well, you pointed it out and I'm like, I can't, I can't argue with you on that one. Like there's no, you know, I can talk about, I think I'm eating somewhat healthy enough, like not great, but you know, anyway, but I'm like, I can't argue. Like I'm not drinking enough water. That's a given. So Pretty much every day I've been focusing on making sure I'm drinking and probably not as much as I should, but a, a pretty good amount of water. Mm-hmm. And I, I forced liquid IV on you. Yeah. And, and I, I was like, it works. Promise me. I, I just want to say this. I was like, please believe me. It works. You will notice a difference. Chug some liquid IV and, and you're hooked. I take one every day with me to work. And when my coffee's gone, then I go to the water and my liquid IV. Do you notice a difference? Yeah. Like it's... It's a huge difference. Uh-huh. I am, I mean, there was a, a long stretch where I was tired all the time, 
just constantly tired. Waking up in the morning was painful. I mean, it's always painful, but like, I feel like now I've been drinking more water and stuff and I've, I definitely feel like I have more energy. I feel like I wake up more refreshed. I'm not necessarily getting any more sleep. I've been trying to, but that mm-hmm. part hasn't really changed. So mm-hmm. I, I will say that there is, you know, for all you non-believers out there, <laughs> wa- wa- water is it does. amazing. Just ask Tom Brady. He's but, always preaching hydration and he's, it's right. But I can, He's right. and it, this might sound really stupid, but like even in my skin and my face and stuff, yes. I feel a difference. I can tell a difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't stop at you know your one serving of liquid IV day. You could, I think, you can only have one serving a day, but like you should also so drink, drink more water on top of that. What I do is I put the liquid IV in my Yeti mug, which mm-hmm. is twenty ounces, and then I'll add, I'll drink some, and I'll add more water, and I'll keep adding water to it, mm-hmm. but I'll keep drinking water. Mm-hmm. I'll just have one liquid IV, but I'll drink more water. So yeah, I've been drinking. I don't know how many ounces a day, but um, quite a bit. And I don't do this, and I should. But I don't, um, when I've done it, I've noticed just waking up in the morning and having a glass of water next to your bed and drinking it before you get out of bed, do anything. Mm-hmm. I could see that there'd be a huge benefit to that. And there has been when I have done it. Um, I also, not doing it religiously, um, but much more frequently, will wake up in the morning and work on some yoga stretches. I believe that also makes a huge difference. I have noticed, I mean, just, I am so much less rigid than I used to be. Like I can't, I can't believe that you I let myself f- physically mm-hmm. stiff, like rigid, yeah. like yes. yeah. Okay. I can't believe I let myself get that way and not pay attention to the fact that like I had control over not letting that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that was the other day. Typically, we've done some of these yoga poses, and I'm like, I'm I suck at them, but I look at you and I'm like. All right, I'm not doing too bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I can go a little further than you, mm-hmm. or you know, mm-hmm. hold a pose or something like that. Yeah. And then the it's other just about like stretching yourself. Right. And the other day we were doing it, and I was like, God damn it! Like I'm looking at you, and I'm looking at me, and I'm I'm struggling with what I felt were pretty basic things. Yeah. And I was, I mean, I was feeling the burn. Yeah. And I wish myself. we had a mirror because I can't. Sometimes I can see myself in the mirror, and I are I know I'm not flexible, but I'm like, okay, well at least I'm in the right position, or maybe if I'm not, I need to know because the whole idea is like right. you know getting yourself lined up, right? And um. There's sometimes, especially with your arm situation, I'm like, I don't know what he's doing. And I'm like, you're, and you're like, no, I'm doing it. I'm like, no, you're not. And again, I'm not dogging you because I'm not, I still have the, I have the same struggle, but like there, there's, there's a lot of rigidity in you too, I think, especially oh, like so, in your arms and shoulders and your back. Like, well, so that's one thing that I was hoping with <laughs> drinking more water that I would feel better in that way. Uh-huh. Cause I do feel very, I feel like I've, I've been very stiff lately and stuff. So maybe it's stress or other things causing of that too. It is. But what I'm saying is, yeah, I, I'm definitely noticing that I need to spend more time on that. Yeah, I think so too. Because, like I said, even some what I would consider somewhat basic things, I'm like, man, I'm really feeling. What that. are you? What? So I talked before about how you know was it just last week where I talked about Tove, uh, Janssen, yeah, Janssen, so. the Finn. Um, I've been so much enjoying re- I've got, I'm reading her letters, which I love. And then I also am listening to her. It's, I think it's her most famous book called Summer Book on um, Audible. Um, and I just am, fi- I, there's so many things that are like giving me a lot of like excitement and just lighting up my spirit. What is it for you? And if it's not there, what can it be? Or what, if it is there, what can it be more of? Oh boy. Because I'm just really recognizing the importance of this all right now so much. Like what can spark some really curiosity for living with you? <laughs> Q 
curiosity for living. Uh huh. What's um, going to excite you from the inside? Like that, like you, like being a child. Those adventures you just described. Like our that... vacation's coming up. I'm ecstatic. Like I am so ready. Okay. To go, including. What about every day though? Like well, I appreciate story. that, but like, can you arrange the mirrors in the bathroom in such a way that you can get yourself in the adventurous fantasy tunnel situation <laughs> every morning again? Should I, should, I, should I hold you a little makeup mirror behind me? Maybe, maybe that would that would do it. No, I don't but know. for real. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like connect. I'm I'm in such you know. If I look back at some of you know that little match girl, like I sort of drew this idea of like this person that has got some deep stuff going on and it, there's some exploration exploration there and then this desire to connect with something bigger and deeper maybe her grandma or whatever but like i feel like i'm really nurturing that for myself right now through just all reading a lot and listening to audible a lot and <laughs> going out in nature and really there's something connecting there there's something happening there again i can't really put words to it, it sounds corny but there is so I'm asking you what that is for you. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I just finished today um the Audible Rick Rubin's book. You did. Creative whatever uh a creative act. Yes. Which okay. is not what I expected at all. Oh. As far as the book because it was I told you I expected it to be like a whole story and it's more just little short. It's not really short, but it's just it's like I told you, it's like the Yoga Sutras. It's little sutras. Yes. Yeah. You could. You could. You what could do literally they call that. There's a word for that. Yeah. I don't know. Sutras. No, but little passages of yeah wisdom, um, <laughs> ways of living. Yeah, and I said, I mean, you could literally probably pick up at any page and read that page, and and yeah. you don't need to read the whole thing necessarily in any order. It's right. just kind of, and there is a obviously there's a a pattern to it, or, or a you know he's got it laid out in a certain way that mm-hmm. follows a flow. Um, the little quips, kind of. Yeah. But it was interesting because the, the definition of creativity, obviously, is well, you said it before. But what it being, I mean, not just being yourself, but what's the like coming forth? Yeah, coming coming forth. And as I was listening to to, to different things, he talks to about in the creative process. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm re, I'm equating that to things I maybe do at work, like you know, working with people, collaboration. Um, you know, just the way I look at certain situations or go through. But which is still creative. Is there a, is there a spiritual connection happening there too? Do you think? But no, that, that, I guess that's what I'm saying is I you know I have to I still have to get out of that very um, tangible logical like way of looking at it sometimes. But then I'm like, well, maybe that's just that's where that's my artistic that's my creativity. Like that's that's where my flow is at. That's where I'm. You know, we've talked about this before. But like, so when you talk about like what is can it, get do you, you excited feel about, like that connects you to something more deeply meaningful beyond this it, world. It, it it is, but but that's where I guess I feel the excitement around that in that way that it's a deeper thing, like the excitement around it and what that can mean. So you're talking to God when you're but, at work. But no, that's <laughs> you're what communing I, with God. <laughs> that's what I'm saying is to how to you know. I think connect the mind to that a little bit more, that process or that, you know, again, can't articulate it. No, I don't think I'm there. Do you I think, don't think I'm there. I've, I've noticed that anything that you want to sort of like bring circle back to bring to your life and all the things we talk about, especially when it's like something really deep and profound, you always bring it back to work. I mean, so I'm just like, well, that's I was even so interesting. Like, I was even do you thinking, find any meaning in your family? <laughs> yeah. Or so like, I said work, but I was even <laughs> thinking just you and I and, and doing this podcast. 
painting. Okay, well, the, you don't have to say that for me. I'm just saying no, no, I'm no. making this observation. What I'm saying, I don't really feel like in our day to day, we barely, you don't talk about work much at all, really. But here, you bring it up all yeah. the time. And I, I'm just having this realization, like, do you have meaning? Is is all the meaning you have in your life <laughs> circle back to deadlines and re- contract reviews? And I mean... <laughs> No, so I was I <laughs> project management or whatever it is that you I was going I was going to say this other part of it, and for problems. me in my in my head that's that's <laughs> that's an easier thing to explain that is understandable for people, but it's truly not necessarily. But no, I was thinking about the same thing. All the things that we've been doing, whether it's yoga, whether it's the paint by numbers, whether it's the sound baths, whether well, it's painting, whether okay. it's all of that stuff that. But that, you're doing those with me. Like, would you right. do you think? And I think that's fine. But like, what do you think that like they? you're just along for the ride and you're enjoying yourself or do they like give you life? Like what would you do if I wasn't here No, I th- in your free time? <laughs> I think, I think there, I think I would do a lot of maybe not exactly the same things, but a lot, a, a lot of similar things. So hi Katie. <laughs> Katie's making an entrance here. <laughs> anyway, um, again, maybe not the exact same things, but I think I'd be doing similar things. Okay. Well, you because don't, I'm always, you don't need to answer any of this now. I'm asking the questions to get you thinking about it. Okay. Maybe you don't want to think about it. Is there it. is there a problem with me answering it now? No, because I, yeah, no, you can answer it, but I feel like you feel pressure to answer it. That's all. Like no. I just said, what are these things about, that are going to spark this like right. cur- like this excitement and curiosity such as the mirror in your childhood bathroom home? And I don't know that I got an answer from you or did you and I missed it. What I'm saying is I think all of those things and then you said, well, that's your, do you feel like you're following versus leading? And yeah. I'm saying, no, I don't. If you weren't here, I think that, I would still be doing those same sorts of things. Maybe not exactly those things, but very similar things in nature. I'd be, whether it's mountain biking, you know, still, which I haven't done in forever. Like maybe I would have done more of that because I didn't have you, you know, to do other things with, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, different things around the house that I like to, you know, figure out in my head and these puzzles I like to put together. What are things that you don't want to do and that you're avoiding that, that you're probably called to do? to sort of challenge you to the next level. I'm wondering if that's where this magic is. Well, I don't know, but one of the things that I don't do that I feel like I should do, and I can make all the excuses in the world why I don't, but, you know, volunteering, giving my time to others. Why do you think that, is that something you think you should be doing or something that would be outside of your comfort zone? It would be out of my comfort zone. Not, Not giving the time, but just showing up in in putting myself out there and throwing myself How into a situation. How are you putting yourself out there? I'm saying by like volunteering or showing up and doing something, helping others. Like you're you're you know. I feel like you would have. I feel like I feel like based on what, everything we've talked about with you, the real work there would though wouldn't be just like oh I feel better about myself because I um, showed up and I did this thing, but it would have to require you to like individually connect with another human so maybe it's like i sit down with a person in need for sure and have a one-on-one conversation yeah i could go out ask them about their problems i could go out and help build a house and (laughs) you know feel good about the fact that i helped build a house but that wouldn't be difficult for me Uh uh-huh the difficulty would be in sitting down and giving somebody some one-on-one attention or that so actual you, could connection. Could you just do that with the people in your inner circle maybe a little <laughs> I more? I think I do. Have you considered that? Oh, stop. <laughs> you think you do? I mean, I mean, we all have work to do in our inner circle. I didn't say like, I That's it. my point. Like The things that I'm challenging myself, like I just said, I'm not about to go on a, you know, uh, Cheryl Strayed level uh 
uh, wild adventure out on my own for 100 days. But am I going to go make sure that I'm taking walks out in in some sort of remote area away from my house every single day? Yes. Or multiple times a week? Yes. Yeah. So do you need to go and connect with a stranger on the street that's on the outs? Maybe not right now, but could you start with working more on connecting with people in your inner circle? Of course. Every single day? Yeah. Yeah, I bet you you could. Yeah, I wasn't saying that I couldn't. Okay, I well, was, you just you just said you go, I do. No, what I was saying, though, is that like I do work on that piece of it, and that's kind of the yeah, start of Yeah, but maybe you just start, but continue there, just master that. Can I, can I just say to me, mm-hmm. that's the same thing as you saying, well, I'm not going to go on this 100-day hike, but I'm going to go out and go for a walk once a day, or I'm going to go to the woods. Yeah, you're yes. telling me it's easier to try to connect with a stranger than your no, own what, family? No, what I'm telling you is you going out, in the woods uh-huh. for you know a half hour walk or hour yeah. walk. Yeah, I feel like that's where I'm at in connecting with my circle and doing those right. things. It's a very basic level of the thing that I need to do to to get like better, okay. not better, well, but connect if, more with. Okay. So, but okay, have you asked everybody else about that, or is that just your? <laughs> have you asked everybody else in your inner circle if they feel like you're really connecting with them at a real? <laughs> That's that's my subjective experience. Okay. All I'm saying is, is that we can sit here and challenge ourselves. And so when I asked you about what it was, like you had said that you'd want to do that. And I said, okay, well, maybe you can start smaller. Right. That's all I'm saying. Just like, that's what I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to start small where I'm at every day and grow a little bit more. And like, what I'm saying is that's kind of my ultimate, like get to a point where I devote that time. Oh, okay. That's what I was saying. I'm not talking about, oh, I want, I, tomorrow I need to start doing that. I'm saying that. I'd like to get to a point, I feel like my okay. purpose in life, my calling involves some of that. Oh. And so I'm I'm not there at all. And you're right, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. But I think that that's ultimately something that I think that I should do. Oh, I don't know that you need to though. I'd be curious about why you think you need to. I don't know. I Well, I think that, I think that I've been privileged in a lot of ways. And I think that if I can help somebody else and give something back, that's how I could do it. So- Okay. But if it's just about your life journey and, and, and I understand, I appreciate that. I'm not saying that we should, we should all do that. Absolutely. I guess what I'm thinking about is, is your life journey and your full integration from within might just be an individual process, not necessarily, it's going to involve external things, obviously, but maybe like, maybe that, that desire for that isn't entirely related to this. And maybe it is. I don't know. I just, just I'm just throwing it out. You there. asked me about what I think my purpose is in life and what is an area that I could work on to achieve that purpose. And what I'm saying is I think that that's an area that I feel somewhat of a, I don't want to say a calling to, but something that maybe I'm not comfortable with, but I think that would be an area that I am somewhat called to do for whatever reason. So yeah, I could explore maybe the reason behind that, but that's what I'm saying is that that's kind of so if I, okay, so if I asked you that, I don't know if that's what I meant by that question. That's all. I guess I'm, what I'm saying is I, and this is fine. My original question was just based on this idea of these things that are exciting me right now because they involve, there's a bit of realization that there's a whole half of life in myself that I hadn't considered. And I'm learning about that now. And I'm there and it's just like this fresh new territory and there are a lot of things that have been uncomfortable to me and I'm realizing that maybe they're not scary or whatever. I don't know. It's been exciting. So I guess what I was just, I had originally asked you, like what are some things that really can like ignite your excitement for life too that you could do? 
that you might want to explore more. And I brought up the whole like, because you said it was fun when you were a kid and like, you know, your imagination and the mirror situation in the bathroom. So I was just thinking like in everyday life. And then when you answered like, well, I guess I should go out and do this thing. To me, it didn't, it was unrelated to what I was getting to. Well, what I was getting at with that is you said like there's this whole other half of me that I haven't explored yet that I'm learning about. Mm. And I feel like that connecting with people in a real way and offering something is something that I haven't explored yet. And I think that doing that would be a new level of excitement because it's something I haven't tapped into yet. Okay. In a real way. Well, hopefully it's just an exciting thing because I feel like the way you're talking about it now is just like, this is something that I probably should do. No. Instead of like, oh, this is really exciting. I'm going to like go down this rabbit hole and I'm and now I'm going to pick up this breadcrumb and this breadcrumb and oh, now I'm here and now Well, there's I'm here. a slow working into it to, mm-hmm. to know whether it is, but I, 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 like, I do like connecting with people. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy getting to know people and connecting with people and sharing my stories and my life and like, you know, mm-hmm. in, in that way. And so what I'm saying is I do think that that's an area where um, both of those things are true. Sometimes we, maybe all the time, we kind of get a nudge from the universe or God or whatever it is that we believe is sort of nudges us that kind of forces us to take that path. Like I said, for me there, I was, I've had a very stressful a few times. I was worried about my health for a while and it's been rough and it was almost like there was no choice anymore. It was like, there's some things I need to start making some changes in my life or thinking about things differently. What do you think, what kind of nudge would it take for you to be like, well, now there's no choice here. I'm just doing it. And it's exciting. That's a good question. I don't, well. <laughs> like for some people talk about, you know, there's like a rock bottom, like in an extreme case, maybe an addict hits, hits rock bottom and they're like, wow, I can't go on living this so way I, anymore. I have to make some changes. So I don't, I, I can't answer that. I don't know what that would take. However, I will say that last week and in, in part of my duties, I got, put into a a different role within an organization that I'm part of. And as part of that, I have to participate in more committees. I'm going to have to be more involved, which is going to be a little bit more talking to people and, you know, connecting with people. So I'm going back to, (laughs) yeah, I'm going back to work on that. But that was a realization for me a little bit. You asked like, what's that spark or what's that thing that might put you over? And that... Can I ask you a question? Yeah. this, This just came up. We were actually just last week reading about like, I think this came up last week on last week's episode. We were talking about your life purpose stuff and how you were probably going to be learning them through your relationships. So I'm just thinking about a rock bottom situation with that could be like a relationship ending maybe or a relationship getting to a place where you didn't want it to be. And then there's a forced change. Obviously, we know that's happened. I mean, that happens to a lot of us. That has happened in your life. Mm-hmm. You've been through a divorce. Yeah. Do you think that is an example of maybe a nudge and or... Obviously, that's not the situation right now, but like, could that potentially be, that would be a pretty extreme nudge from the universe of like, hey, this relationship is failing, like you need to do something about it. That was absolutely a nudge for me when I got divorced the first and hopefully only time. But yeah, I think in other ways, in other areas of my life where that's happened, where there's like a relationship that's Uh been rocky or something else. And then like you realize like, oh, now is my, I I have an opportunity here now to, you know, repair that and to also strengthen that and turn it into something that it wasn't before. Like, yeah, there's lots of those situations. Um, Again, I was just using that example I had from work got me thinking about other areas of my life too, like doing this, you know, within this organization and, and getting, building relationships with other people outside of my core group too. Like that's something in general I need to strengthen within my circle, my family, my friends, mm-hmm. 
my colleague, whatever. Like yeah. that is an area that I need to focus. And it was just kind of a little bit of a, you talk about that like fire, that like like prodding or something. And I know it's not what you're saying exactly. Well, because and maybe it hasn't happened for you yet though too. Like sometimes like these things happen to us over and over again before we like okay. realize, I mean, that's not a bad thing. I mean, no, I, I I'm just, serious. I People just want to say here. Some, I okay. just want to say here. All right, I won't finish what I was saying. No, please you, don't. Do you know what I was going to say? All I'm saying is that maybe you haven't gotten to a point where you felt like you were at rock bottom before it was like, oh, there's no choice but okay. to work on these things that I avoid. But hear, I don't what, know that that's hear what I'm saying and don't take away from my experience and don't invalidate me by saying maybe you're not there, maybe you haven't done that when I'm giving you examples of areas that I feel like those are occurring in little ways for me. Okay, I just feel like the examples you've given me were... I don't care that you felt a certain way about them. Okay. I'm saying for me what, <laughs> wow. what they okay. what they meant for me or what I made me think about with them was something that sparked something in me and made me think a little bit differently about, oh, I do need to, like, I really need to do this. Why are you so upset with this right now? This is, I think we need to pause on this. I mean, I think everybody can hear that your frustration, you're getting really triggered. Well, we're going to cut this out. I don't think we are. Why are you so triggered? I think if you go back and listen, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but I feel like everything I've shared with you in my experience and explaining my experience, you haven't taken in what I've said. And I feel like you've asked me questions in your way that you, I don't say you want answers to, but like, you're not listening to my experience or what I have to say. That's, that's why I'm getting a little bit upset with maybe you. Maybe I'm not. And maybe I'm not. And I will give you that. I guess that's not my intention though. I'm not hearing that you're hearing my questions. Okay. That's my experience. And I know I'm hearing your questions. Maybe my answers aren't okay. what, what you're thinking they should be. Okay. But why are you so upset though too? Like that's what's interesting to me. I mean, not interesting, but like, I guess I want to give you some voice there because you're also getting mad about it, like really mad. I'm getting frustrated because I'm sharing to you something. And then instead of hearing what I'm saying, you're then asking me the question, well, maybe you haven't experienced this when I just literally told you, I've experienced a shift in this. I've experienced this in this way. And that that translates into other areas of my life. So therefore, this is what it, this is what this means to me. And you're basically saying, well, I don't think you're not saying this literally, but I don't think that's it. I don't think you've maybe had this or maybe you haven't that's had this. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. However. That's what you're hearing. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm hearing. And what you're saying is that everything I say, you're not taking in or giving uh, thought to it. You're not giving care to it. You're not hearing it. You're wanting to shape it um, in the way you want to hear it. Not, not because you want to hear it a certain way, but because that's the way you're processing it. Okay. I understand why you would gather that i feel like where things took went off the rails for me is when i asked you about ways in which you would sort of feel like wow there's this dimension to my way of being that isn't my strong suit but i really am now at this point where i want to like grow there and I'm excited about it. And when your response was, well, I guess I would like to go out and like serve others. And then I asked about that. It just got confusing to me. To me, that just didn't like, that wasn't what I was getting at. And you took it in a different direction than what I was trying to get at. But maybe that's the direction you're in. But that's still what isn't what I, the direction I was in. That's all. So yeah, I don't think I articulated it as well as I could have. But that's what I felt like was I am saying for me where I'm at that I feel like that's the direction I need to go. I don't know how that looks yet. 
but I feel like that's the direction I need to go to get some other level of excitement and like mm-hmm. that other piece of where what I'm lacking. I could get excitement by doing I, projects okay, around I here, but just, that's not going to spark. But the what same. I was confused about is like if the whole thing was is like because then I feel like the whole topic got on like well it would be like learning to connect with other people and to me as your partner I'm a like oh you want to go connect with a stranger but not the most intimate people in your own personal circle to me that's where the work is like that's where the work is <laughs> and and also I have a personal bias there because that's what I desire from you so that's always an area that we struggle with so, so I guess what I'm that's saying where is I'm like what? We've, and we've talked about we've talked about that a hundred <laughs> times on this yeah. podcast and yeah. in, and in life we've talked about it a thousand times because that's right. that is my number one focus like yeah. in my priority what I was saying is you said what's that like next thing I'm already doing this step one and and working on my relationships so and is connecting it exciting here. for you too so <laughs> is that's a Donna's question do you feel excited about that is that exciting working on it. Or no? Yeah, maybe that's why I got upset because I feel like I do, I have been more excited about it and I feel like I've gotten better at it and that in general, like I'm always working, learning to do better and connect more in different ways. But I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm working on it and I feel like it's paying off in different ways. What is it that I said that made you get upset about that? Well, when you said that, when I said like getting with other people and you're like, well, don't you want to like work on your own family and your own circle like first basically? And it, that was insulting to me Why because I'm like, insulting? <laughs> because we've talked about that a million times. And of course I am like, that's, I'm already, I'm already doing that. Okay. So I, okay. for me, it was like, you were just like ignoring, like that was a given because we've already okay, like but established it that. It wasn't for me. Like it was just a question. It was just a question. You okay. got really worked up about it and well, then that, you got pissed. The... Listeners, what they didn't see was the gestures you were giving me behind the microphone. So I just got like, whoa, what the hell is going on here? I'm I just, so lost. <laughs> I felt like you, again, weren't listening to what I was saying. And then you kept pushing a, a narrative or an idea or a thought or a concept or a, a whatever because it's something that you wanted to hear. And no, I, it's not. Okay. It's not. I was trying to have a conversation with you. Right. Maybe it sounds to me a little bit like you were trying to avoid something. You didn't want to go around no. down something because... Even if what you feel I was doing what I was doing, maybe you could have just asked me about it in the moment instead of getting really mad and like making all these assumptions about maybe what I was saying. I don't know. I will listen listen back to this. It doesn't really matter. But I mean, it does matter. I will listen back to this and maybe have a different perspective on, on the way I'm coming off to you. I've just... I think there's a misunderstanding here, but you're getting very, you're, you got very defensive and very upset with me. And I very confused as no, to no, why. I'm, I'm fine now. I just, I just felt like you, again, I felt like you had uh, somewhat, the way you were asking. And again, the way you were dismissing what I was saying just felt like there was, I don't want to say an agenda. I don't think it was an agenda, but it just felt like it was kind of like. It, there's like, not an agenda. I'm truly curious. Yeah. I, I, I do want I some answers that. that didn't go back to work. I would like right. that. Yes. But I, but I gave you some <laughs> other things that weren't necessarily work related at all. And yeah, I just kind of felt yeah, like you. with a stranger. And I was like, oh, what about your family? Like, come on. I mean, that's like, of course, like I said, we talk about that all the time with my family and my relationships with the kids and do with you, you feel, and everything else. Okay. Like, that's like, like, duh we know this like we know that about me that's something that i keep talking about i'm working on i've been working on okay well i don't think it is obvious okay all right well okay <laughs> i mean that i'm not i'm not being a smart ass i'm being serious no i hear you I, it kind of hurts to hear that but that's fine well it's it's not obvious 
especially when the answer was, well, I'd like to connect with somebody in need, which I want that to happen too. I just never mind. I this guess is just, this, I is, hear, this is getting ridiculous. I hear what you're saying, but I think that was the whole thing for me is you took me saying that to disregard like you and disregard the family is like, I don't care about you guys. I'm going to focus on some other stranger. And I think that that's okay, just Okay, well, maybe you like, could have said that in the moment instead yeah. of getting defensive and assuming that I'm attacking you or doing whatever okay. it is, whatever assumption it is that you made about, I don't know, being controlled or whatever was happening over there for you. Okay. That wasn't happening. Anyway, we're going to cut this because this goes on way too long about, mm-hmm. and we, nobody needs to hear it. And this, I don't so. have a spot to cut it now either. Okay. So we took a quick five or 10 or 20. Or an hour. Or an hour. Because you just... Check some homework. Stop recording. Stopped, I stopped recording. And uh, yeah, we were we were missing each other's uh, communication at the end. We're, we were missing... Well, we weren't hearing each other. Well, let's just be honest. What? <laughs> um, we, did, we, we stopped recording and thought about how... We weren't just, we were just not going to post anything. But anyways, we, that was fine. But we did decide to go back and listen to this. Yes. Episode. I think we were both to looking. To see if we missed something. I think we were both looking for a little bit of um, validation mm-hmm. about how we were feeling about, that's what I'm saying, the miscommunication mm-hmm. that we were having or how we were missing each other. And we ended up both feeling like, I don't feel like I said anything wrong i don't want to say wrong because it doesn't it's not wrong or right i just felt like i was being my real self you have your version of events and i have my version of events and and guess what sometimes they don't always they're not always the same they're not the same right i stand by mine and you stand by yours so yeah we can agree on that Uh uh-huh and that's okay are you sure yeah i mean i'm honestly (laughs) i think it's i think it's more than okay I think it's just the way things work sometimes. And I think it's like we 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 could sit here and butt heads with each other all night long and go to bed upset and everything else and keep trying to get, you know, our points across or, or our voices heard. And it's like this isn't this isn't the thing that we needed to do that with. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, I, I'm I'm comfortable in what I said and what I was feeling. You, you were comfortable. Are you in comfortable what, with posting the the interview? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean it. it you know, it's pretty awkward. It's pretty awkward, but <laughs> at the same time, though, it's like it's also the whole point is that it's real. Do you feel vindicated because you still in? What's the word that you use? Exploit. You said that you felt like I was exploiting you. I said that wasn't the right and word too, though. So maybe you could feel vindicated because you listen back and you still feel that that's the sentiment. And I'm listening to that. And I mean, there may be some people that think that, but I'm listening to that, and I'm, I don't think that's it at all. So I'm comfortable, maybe, with you accusing me of that <laughs> and posting this. Like that's where I'm at with this. Like that's the complexity of humans. It is. And it's like, no, bro, like that's all your projection. Like that's the way I feel about it. I just want to put out there that that I acknowledge (laughs) when I said that, that that wasn't the right word. I don't know exactly what the right word is. It's the sentiment behind what you feel. And I'm just bringing that up because I think that if that is how you felt, then then that maybe that that you, I don't know, you... (sighs) I can. I, I think can that that this. deserves a voice. I guess I maybe other people feel that way too, and so like maybe like if you want to put that out there, I felt that you asked me some questions that made me think a little bit, 
and I felt like I was being vulnerable and, and real in my answers, not knowing exactly, you know, in the moment, trying to like process, think about the questions and what that meant and things that, you know, um, were important to me or just related to what you were, what you were asking me, what we were talking about. And I felt that I was, I was speaking, um, for my heart and my, my feelings about things I, you know, I can do and everything. And so I guess that's, that's where I said, I felt like, um, that was dis- you you ignored that or dismissed that yeah. and i i also understand one thing i will admit though is that what you were talking about is like focusing on the family and the smaller group because that's something that you and i talk about a lot and i take that as a given like well of course like that's my number one i'm always working on is communication and keeping you know working on keeping a close family and um you know just the way we deal the way we communicate with each other and everything and I, I guess that that's what, what I want to say there is that, sorry, I'm dragging this out, but I think that when I said what I said about, you know, talking to other people and, and trying to connect with other people, that felt to you like I was saying that that was more important than focusing on my relationship here. And so I, we're just missing each well, other. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to try to sit here and interpret what you said because, but what I can talk about what we talked about off the air is that you felt like I wasn't listening to your answers or satisfied with your answers. And I was so like, I feel like you weren't listening to my questions. <laughs> right. And right. there was a real disconnect there. And it doesn't yeah. matter because there's just, there's, that's just going to stay where that stays. Um, you had expressed some things that made me say, I feel like you were making a lot of assumptions about my questions. And I didn't feel like that was fair. Um, I didn't feel like you were listening to me and you didn't feel like I was listening to you. Um, I guess I don't know that anything else needs to be said about that, but um, I feel like I do feel like you weren't listening to my questions or I feel like they were misinterpreted in a way that maybe potentially led you to believe I was, quote, exploiting you. And I know you said that's a dramatic term, but it ca- it captures a sentiment of something. Um, I was trying to be vulnerable, vulnerable about my story and really just trying to see how that related to your story. And I didn't feel like you were hearing what I was saying at all. And so that was why I kept circling back to a certain thing not yeah. for the reasons you thought I was, which we talked about off air, but so I, I guess I still feel a little like kind of hurt myself and frustrated around that because it feels like you're still adamant that that was my motivation and it wasn't just like you have expressed that you're still kind of feeling the same way towards me, but it's okay. I just, you know, that's, I think this is just honest and that's the point of this is just to like share like this audio diary and be real about our lives so yeah anything else for you to say yeah like we said (laughs) we could have cut it and just glossed over it and finished up and wrapped up and that would have been that and no one would know the difference but it's i think because we talk about communication and relationships and the importance of all of that i think it is important that it's real and that we have honest conversations about it yeah, because relationships are pretty yeah. complex. And we can both be a little bit hurt right now, and we can both feel misunderstood or, you know, misheard. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I love you. And, I love and, you. And, 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 
not gonna say it. I know. Just kidding. I love you too. That was like a quick, like, I love you too. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) See? I love you too. It was not meant to be that way. Now you're making me laugh. I know. Yeah. No, but honestly, it's like we got to that point where it was like, okay, we're cutting it, but we went back. We were going to cut it out do something else and then we both get done with it and we're like you know what nope this is this is real i was actually like i want to re-record and you're like no we'll just cut out this part where i got upset and i'm like they're like what's the point then (laughs) so i guess we just leave it all yeah we leave it all because that's the real deal yep this is um oh my god i i'm totally blanking on like every reality show between real housewives right now (laughs) and uh real world it's just no, real. It's, it's nothing, but it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just saying it's it is. It's real. Okay. So now we are at the end of our episode. Yes. Right? And we're gonna play the exit song. And I love you. And I love you. More. 